When I'm faced with impossible situations, am I the kind of person who would knock a hole in the roof to reach Jesus? Am I willing for people to not understand some of my actions in order to do whatever is necessary to touch Him? Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. Or Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. But I want to ask you a question first. What would you think if while we were sitting here in church that we heard a drilling noise up on the roof and parts of the plaster started falling down here in the sanctuary and we looked up and there were some guys up there that were staring down at us because they couldn't get in because it was so crowded in here. So they went up on the roof and they knocked a hole in the roof so that they could hear and see what was going on. Well, it sounds kind of silly. Doesn't it sound silly? I mean, we'd probably call the police. We'd have them arrested. We'd call the insurance company, file a claim, because I'm not going to fix the roof. But you know something? That's exactly what happened to Jesus, as told in the book of Mark. While he was preaching in a town called Capernaum, and I'm sure you know the story, four guys brought their paralyzed friend, a handicapped friend, on a bed, and knowing that the Lord could heal him, but it was so crowded in this house, they couldn't get in. So they plotted and figured out a way where they could take this friend up on the roof. And then they knocked a hole in the roof and lowered their friend in so that Jesus could see him. And of course... The Lord healed him. But that's not why I'm telling you the story this morning. Something new caught my attention about this event. Because the Bible says that when they had broken through and lowered their friend down, it says, when Jesus saw their faith, he turned to the paralyzed person and he said, Son, your sins are forgiven. And then he healed him. And you see, this story clearly demonstrates how much God loves people of action. The word doesn't say that Jesus spoke a word to these four guys. And it doesn't say that they said anything to him. But what he saw was enough. He saw that they were concerned for their friend. He saw it wasn't easy getting a crippled man up on a bed and on the roof. He saw that they believed Jesus was the only answer. My mom tells this story. But after having two sons, my brothers Glenn and Ron, the doctors told her that she needed an operation and the result would be that she couldn't have any more children. So disappointed, she consulted five different doctors. She got the same diagnosis. So she scheduled the surgery. 
Upon hearing this news, my Uncle George, who was a young evangelist, began calling her and begging her to wait on the surgery because he was so convinced that God would heal her. Finally, she relented. And the day before the surgery, she traveled to where Uncle George was holding a revival where she went forward for prayer and God healed her of her condition right there. Obviously, my little sister Vicky, who's with us this morning, and, and I are the living, and our kids, and our grandkids are the living testimonies of that miracle. My Uncle George was willing to knock a hole in the roof for my mom. Proud to say that Uncle George, at age 91, is still traveling and preaching. He is, and still knocking holes in roofs for people. This story in Mark makes me wonder, when I'm faced with impossible situations, am I the kind of person who would knock a hole in the roof to reach Jesus? Am I willing for people to not understand some of my actions in order to do whatever is necessary to touch him? Have I ever been willing to do anything to reach Jesus for someone else like those four men did? Can I ask you this morning, are you the kind of person to knock a hole in the roof to reach Jesus? The word said when Jesus saw their faith, he saved their friend and he healed him. Their faith was their action to do something to reach Jesus. So listen to me, whatever you're dealing with today and whatever you're going through, when we have our prayer time here in just a few moments, I hope you'll come. And I hope you'll come like the four guys on the roof, knowing that Jesus is the answer to your situation. And if you do, I promise you, something good will happen in Jesus' name. Coming up next, find out how God can accomplish 100% of what He wants to do in the local church through our obedience. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400-lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. What I am trying to do is to speak some knowledge and some encouragement to everyone on the subject of tithing and of giving and of their finances. Now I know many of you were enlightened as I was 
by Mr. McGregor's message on tithing. It reminded me of the old TV show called Dragnet. You remember that? Where Detective Joe Friday used to say, just the facts, ma'am. Because Malcolm went right to the Word of God, straight up. No nonsense about tithing. I love that. There were five powerful truths in his message. I want to bring back to your attention today in just a moment, for just a moment. The first one was that the tithe, the 10% of our income, is holy unto the Lord. You see, tithing is God's concept. And it goes all the way back to the beginning. We first hear about it in the book of Genesis. God had a reason for the tithe. And it was never meant to be logical to man. And it was never meant to just honor God. The second powerful truth in this message is that the number one reason people don't tithe is because they say they can't afford to. You see, God knows that through the ages, it's always been a struggle for most people to meet their needs or pay their bills. Therefore, it requires us to have faith to exercise the discipline of tithing. Tithing will always feel like the right thing to do. But tithing won't always be the comfortable thing to do. The third thing is if we tithe first, we can do more with 90% of our income than in partnership with God than we'll ever do with 100% without God's blessing. And when we don't tithe, God doesn't intervene in our finances and will allow the devourer, that yes, that would be the enemy, that would be Satan, that would be the devil, the devourer to steal from us. And you may say, well, I, I don't know if I believe that. Well, guess what? It doesn't matter if you don't believe that because the Word says it. And it says, when you tithe, then I will rebuke the devourer for you so that it may not destroy the fruits of the ground. And the fourth truth is if everyone tithes, listen to this, God can accomplish 100% of what he wants to do in the local church. Now, I love this part. We learned that in biblical times, everyone tithed into the storehouse and that the storehouse today that would be the local church, was a giving and receiving place. Because when everybody tithed, there was ample provision for running the business of the temple, and there was ample provision for the people in their time of need. And that's what God wants their church to be like today. A giving and receiving place. And it may be an indictment, but the difference between what could be accomplished in our community and what is accomplished by our church is usually due to the lack of resources caused by only partial participation in tithing. And the fifth powerful truth is this. Tithing is a faith principle. It's always been a faith principle. And this may be hard for you to accept. But when we don't tithe, and especially when we don't because we say we can't afford to, God views this as saying, we don't trust you. You see, when God installed the tithe, 
He was creating a way for those who love him and for those who trust him to have an advantage in life. He wanted to give us a surefire way to enjoy a blessed and abundant life. And all we had to do was follow a simple instruction and have faith in his word. You know, there's no place in the scriptures where God allows you to test him, much less invites you to. But in Malachi, in reference to the tithe, he does exactly that. And I love the way that Malcolm McGregor recites it. The scripture says, Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, so that there may be food in my house. And test me now in this, says the Lord. And see if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you and you and you and you a blessing until there's just no more need I would love to tell Malcolm McGregor in person how much I appreciate the clarity of his teaching but I can't because after he gave the message that you all heard here at Bethesda some 20 years ago just a few days before he was to return here to speak again he was tragically killed in an auto accident but I think he would be pleased to know that his message is alive and active in a place called Bethesda where people know that the tithe is holy unto the Lord you know, there's an old saying, goes like this. We first make our habits, and then our habits make us. Tithing is a habit, and it's the best one you'll ever develop. Are you struggling to have faith today? Coming up next, learn how to feed your faith so that your doubts will starve to death. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. I love the intense brightness and durability of Nebo Tools flashlights. Listen, my neighbor lost his keys, and I asked if he had checked under the seat of his car. He had, but I handed him my Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight, and I told him to look again. He found the keys. My neighbor was impressed. This flashlight is so bright, I want one of these, he says. So I ordered him Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight. An amazing high-power 500-lumen flashlight, chips-on-board work light, red light, and red hazard flasher. It's equipped with programmable memory settings for each light mode, has four times adjustable zoom, and it's rechargeable. Find Nebo Tools' intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the powerful rechargeable second-generation Slide King flashlight at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. If I could wish one thing for all of us this year, it would be that our faith would grow individually and collectively. Because, you know, faith in Christ is the lifeblood of our Christian experience. So how big is your faith today? 
You know, one of the things that we like to say to each other in, in tough times is, hey, keep the faith. Keep the faith. So I'm going to ask you this morning, are you keeping the faith? And I certainly hope so. Because our faith is important. And it's important to God. In fact, did you know that the word says that it's impossible to please God without it? That's why I want to share a few simple truths about faith that we need to remind ourselves of so that we don't lose faith. And the first simple truth about faith is that faith is simple. Faith isn't complicated. My favorite Bible story about faith is the one about Jesus and the centurion. Now, a centurion is a soldier. Uh, I heard someone say once that they thought a centurion was a person who was 100 years old. Uh, No, not this time. He's a soldier. And And he came to Jesus for help because his servant was paralyzed and was suffering. And when the Lord heard his story, the Lord said, shall I come and heal him? And the soldier basically told Jesus that it wasn't necessary for him to go. He said he knew that if Jesus would just say the word, his servant would be healed. And when the Lord heard this, the word says he was amazed. The Lord said, I tell you the truth. I haven't found anyone in Israel with such great faith. Now, how many know that when the Lord says, I tell you the truth, it's the truth. And of course, he went on and healed the servant from a remote location just like he does for us now. But I love this story because of the soldier's very simple, unspiritual-like logic. I mean, he believed the Lord could do anything, which meant it didn't matter where he was when he did it. Faith wasn't complicated to him. And the Lord found his simple faith the most impressive kind of faith. The second truth about faith is that we all have faith, and we all have doubt. The Word says that we were all given a measure of faith. And we see examples in the Word where faith and doubt are at work at the same time. Remember when Jesus came walking out on the water, out to the boat where the disciples were? And Peter said, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come where you are. And the Lord said, come on. So in a leap of faith, Peter stepped out in the sea and started walking on water. And then suddenly, the wind kicked up, and he became afraid, and he began to sink. And when he began to sink, Jesus reached out and caught him and said, You of little faith, why did you doubt? So we can see right there in the midst of defying nature, faith and doubt, both are revealed. You see, we all have this capacity for faith and for doubt. But listen, it's your faith that connects you to the power of God. And you don't even have to fully understand it or to know much about it to see it affected in your life. And the next truth about faith is that we all need faith. We all need it. Jesus said, when the Son of Man comes, will he find what? Will he find faith on earth? It sounds, I mean, so obvious 
to say a Christian needs faith. But it's us Christians who run and hide sometimes, not because we've admitted we have doubt, but because we weren't strong enough to have faith when the opportunity was there for us to exercise it. We need faith in our lives. And we need it exercised and developed in our lives so that when we're tested, it stands up and it reveals the living Spirit of God that's inside of us. And that's the last truth about faith that I want to remind you of today. We can all develop our faith. Our faith can grow in the Lord. The Word says faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the Word about Christ. God's Word can't help but to build our faith. And when we pray, and when we praise Him, and when we give generously, we're growing our faith when we do those things. We can't let our guard down because like Peter, the winds will come. Our faith will be tested. But it's through His Word that we'll have victory over doubt and over fear. One of my favorite quotes about faith is this one. Feed your faith and your doubts will starve to death. Feed your faith and your doubts will starve to death. If you're struggling to have enough faith today, just remember the simple truth about faith. Faith is simple. We all need it. We all have it. And because of his word, we can all develop and grow our faith in God. The, the good news, you want to hear the good news? Is the Lord even told us what to expect when we do exercise our faith. Right before he raised Lazarus from the dead, he said this, Didn't I tell you that if you only believed, you would see the glory of God? You have been listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. Or Bobby at onthebrightside.org. 847-312-8197 or bobby at onthebrightside.org Pregnant, single, alone Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com. Or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. 
That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.